Good evening. No matter where you are listening to this right now, welcome back with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. I am your host, B. Dangerous, and I'm back again with another podcast from my point of view. Now, the last couple of days have been crazy for me because, as I told y'all on my last podcast, I was in a movie. I was shooting for a movie. One of my friends is a filmmaker, and she's making a movie as we speak called Perspectives. And her main character is watching a podcast, and I happen to be the host. And coincidentally, the cameraman actually gave me this idea. He asked me, he was like, just call it Dangerous Sports Talk. We were thinking of a name name for the show. I'm like, hmm, why not? You know what I'm saying? So we shot it. I actually have some footage that my friend posted on my on my Facebook page, my um, Instagram and my Twitter, and my TikTok. Follow me at Be Dangerous on TikTok as well. So I was shitting bricks. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was shitting bricks before we actually turned the camera on and started filming. But they got enough footage to where they're like, okay, we can edit this and put this this and that in the movie. Like, I haven't seen the whole thing yet, you know what I'm saying, because they're obviously still filming and editing. But it was a lot of fun being a part of that, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what the end result is going to be for the movie and for me, you know what I'm saying, because you never know what can happen. So for you guys right here, I just want to thank you guys again for supporting me, supporting the page the way that you guys do, and just accepting me dangerous as a person. Like That definitely means a hell of a lot to me, whether you guys know it or not. So for you guys that have been there for years now, old and new listeners alike, I thank you so much for supporting this, supporting this podcast. It means a lot. Now that we got all that out the way, let's jump into the sports. So... Uh... As of late, there have been some changes in the NFL. And one big move would be Baker Mayfield being traded to Carolina for a Browns fifth round pick. Now, what do I think about this? Honestly, the writing was on the wall when they got Deshaun Watson. The Browns already knew that Baker's days were numbered as a Brown. So they were going to make whatever moves they had to make that were necessary to get them what they wanted because they got their new guy in Deshaun Watson. And pretty much it was out with the old, in with the new. And they traded Baker away. Now, I'm sure that Baker feels some type of way about that. Because he already knew what it was going to be when they signed Deshaun Watson in the first place. So now that everything is materialized, he's probably like, well, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like I gave them a playoff win. You know what I'm saying? I did everything I could for the Browns while I was there. But now I have to make a new home for myself in Carolina. And me and my, my friend Mike on the Mike with Mike every, on Energy Radio every Thursday and Tuesday, 8 to 9 p.m., we literally just talked about this. We said, was he going to get the starting spot off the bat? Well, not if anything, not if Sam Darnold has anything to do with it, because he's still an established quarterback at the end of the day. Yes, Baker Mayfield might have won the Browns a playoff game. And he got them to levels of success that they haven't seen in over 20 plus years. They're still going to see, see it as like, okay, he's still a young guy coming in. He's going to have to pay his dues like everybody else did. Because if you are a superstar level quarterback, of course you're going to get the starting spot off the bat. Like that's not even a no-brainer or anything like that. But coming in, if you've kind of proven yourself but not really proven yourself, you know what I'm saying, they're going to kind of play it by ear you know what I'm saying like Baker would only get the starting spot if they absolutely had no choice in the matter like say Sam Darnold got mono again 
and they wanted to bench Mayfield, bench Mayfield until something like that happened. You know what I'm saying? Then he wouldn't have any choice but to take that starting quarterback spot. But to get it off the bat, I don't think that's going to happen. But Baker's going to try to find his place in Carolina while he still has the chance to, especially while he's still young. And the whole Brittany Griner situation. The WNBA All-Star game literally just passed up. Sue Bird and Sylvia Fowles, this is their last All-Star appearance. And both ladies have had definitely parallel, well, I can't even say parallel careers, but they've had fruitful careers over there. And I definitely respect both ladies. And, she, and since, ugh, oh my God. Miss Fowles also did a dunk at the end of the game. So that pretty much capped everything off. And people are talking shit about, well, she didn't get up high enough to dunk the ball. I'm like, but can you do it? That's the real question. And most of the comments are coming from men who can't even jump two feet off the damn ground to touch the rim, but want to talk about her. You know what I'm saying? Like, get your life. But the All-Star game was fun, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really didn't get a chance to watch too many WNBA games these days. But, hey, it was good to watch this again because, obviously, I loved the WNBA growing up. Like, the ladies that were in the league at the time, like, I watched them and they were like my role models. Like, those are ladies that I wanted to be like. So to see the league mature is always a good thing and it's always good to see the ladies doing their thing out there, even if they're not paid top dollar like the men are. But... That's a completely another topic for another day. And I'm trying to look to see. Oh. And the All-Star MVP. Trophy. I think it's bullshit. I thought that trophy was absolute bullshit. Because it looked like a parta- like a participation trophy. Like compared to what I've seen. From other like NBA trophies and stuff like that. Like compare... The trophy that Steph Curry got for the All-Star Game to Miss Kelsey Plum's trophy. Like, that is the most absolute basic design that you could possibly give to the WNBA players. Like, come the fuck on, man. Like, I know y'all got all these minds around that WNBA who will take credit for when things go right. But when shit like this happens and she gets a little participation trophy that she could put up on her mantle, you don't want to say anything about that. Nobody wants to take any credit for it. But... Ugh, enough. Like I was saying, the whole Britney Griner situation. The ladies showed their support by wearing Britney Griner jerseys during the game, which was absolutely awesome. I loved it. But they're just completely dragging this thing out for no reason. Like, it's obvious that she's a political pawn. And Russia is trying to make some negotiations to get her out of jail or whatever the case might be. But Mr. Joe Biden, Uncle Joe... You better work your ass to the bone to make sure she gets home because had this be had this been somebody else, namely the him James, people would have been beating down the door to get him out of that situation. And people will be quick to say that he would never get himself in a situation like this because he's the perfect person in, on the planet. But if he did get himself into the situation, the same energy would not be kept. It really wouldn't. And it's also because she is not a Barbie. Because pretty privilege is real. If this were Candace Parker, people would be a lot more sympathetic than what they had been to Britney Griner. And that's just the fucking truth. And speaking of Mr. James, word on the street is he will not sign an extension with the Lakers until the Lakers sign Kyrie. 
I literally just talked about this on the last episode. I don't wish on pipe dreams for anyone to come to the Lakers. I will not beg on bloody knees if they sign certain players. I don't beg for them. I don't. It's not that I don't want them. It's that I don't beg for them and I don't wish on pipe dreams. And Mike just asked me, did I want Kyrie on the team? From a talent standpoint, I would love the energy and scoring that Kyrie brings. I would want that type of energy every night to torpedo the Lakers in some more wins. Like, if you perform the way you do on other teams and you make sure they get to the playoffs, like, I'm completely, completely fine with it. But then there's the flip side of the coin, where Kyrie has had situations where he was sort of a locker room cancer. He'll be in his head about his own shit, you know what I'm saying, and it'll spread like a tumor within the locker room up to management. And if he's not happy with something, he'll make a scene about it or talk about this and that. Like, it's a lot that comes with Kyrie. So it's a double-edged sword. Like, you'll get this, but you'll also have to deal with this. And it's like that with all-star players, honestly. Because people told us that with Lahim James. You will never be unrelevant again, but yet we still lost three out of the four damn seasons he's been there with one championship season. So, even though you have to take the good with the bad, if you can avoid more drama than what you already have, avoid it. And Russell Westbrook also had a hand in this too. If you two want to fucking leave because they won't sign Kyrie or other star players, please be my guest to leave. Your period cramps, your skirts, your bricks will not be missed whatsoever, and the Lakers will move on without you. And it's so funny how people think that teams live stop when players leave and they do in some in some cases like if my like perfect example when he left Miami Miami wasn't hurting that bad because it was still relevant because because Mr. Pat Riley is going to do whatever he can to ensure that the, ensure that the Heat are going to be contenders every single season if he can help it but certain players certain players certain teams like the Cavs when he leaves they'll have a good year of irrelevancy and they'll have to work their asses off to get back into contender status by drafting players, signing and trading different players, role players there to make the team watchable. You know what I'm saying? But losing centerpieces like that when they're in their prime isn't easy to come from. But we have two players that are in the twilight of their careers, especially the him. People are saying, appreciate him while you got him here and this and this and that. Yeah, I'll appreciate it if you win. But if you're going to keep doing the same bitch shit that you've been doing... Then no, I won't miss that. Sorry, but not sorry. What so fucking ever? Also, there was some sad news that came out of the NFL world. Mr. Marion Barber died at 38. Now, they said it was a heat because of a heat stroke. Too many. There hasn't really been too many rumors out there that says what happened because everything happened so damn fast. It's just a weird situation. Like they said, he worked out his apartment, worked out in his apartment in balmy, like hot ass conditions. But it seems like there will be more to the story. Like I don't, I didn't really want to cover this because it's already so fresh and not really much has come out about it. But I'm like, let me give it a couple of days to give my full opinion on it. But I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that someone did lose their lives. And rest in peace to Marion Barber. Definitely a young guy. And he still had his whole life ahead of him. But hey, we don't know what's happening behind the scenes. We don't know what happened behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? So we'll just have to wait and see what the hell happens.
And I want to talk about some WWE stuff because I know this SummerSlam is coming up. And I will definitely have to muster up some horror to watch it. Because nothing is really the same anymore. Like, we getting the same shit over and over again. We got Brock Lesnar and fine-ass Roman Reigns. He still has the belt. Record time for anybody holding an undisputed belt in the WWE Championship. And I love that for him. But honestly, I just want this just to be over. The whole Brock and Roman thing is just stale at this point. And after a while, you really have to look at the talent you have around you and use who you have around you instead of putting them down at the bottom, having them job for other people, not promoting talent the way that you should be, but trying to force feed us Austin fucking theory. Like, it's just a lot that's going on. And then they're trying to cover up all the shit that Vince has done that's that's been coming out. You know what I'm saying? Like, on. They really fucking do. And the stuff that they tried to sweep under the rug for so long is coming out now. And they don't know how to do damage control, except for to put out more shitty products. I guess that's how they respond. Like, weird way to respond, but nonetheless, it's a response. Also, we didn't talk about this on the mic with Mike, but I wanted to bring it up. Miss Bianca Belair and Jade Cargill were at a NASCAR event this past weekend. And it shook me because that's one of that's probably one of the dream matchups that wrestling fans have now. Bianca Belair and Jay Cargill. So to see them both, not actually in the same picture, but actually at the same event together, you know what I'm saying? Like that was definitely good for me to see because I love both of these ladies to death. You know what I'm saying? And it would be really cool if somehow, some way down the line, when both of them end up in the same federation, then that feud is inevitable. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of how they work together, how good their chemistry is in the ring. Do they listen to each other? Do they get along outside the ring? Like, a lot of factors go into something when you're wrestling a match with somebody. Like, granted, even though Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels had a rocky-ass relationship, when it came to their chemistry in the ring, nobody could touch it. Shawn and Bret actually went at, at each other. Tooth and nail. Gave each other kick-ass matches. Even before the Montreal screw job. So, like, if you watch the history of Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels wrestling matches, you'll see the chemistry in both of them. Both of them couldn't stand each other's guts, but the chemistry in the ring was absolutely unmatched. So, it will be interesting to see what that would be like with Jay Cargill and Bianca Belair. Like, granted, I think overall Bianca is a better wrestler than Jade at this point because people kind of see Jade as like a hot shot, you know what I'm saying, upstart wrestler. She has the belt, no mind, like, never mind that. But I think that Jay still has more room to grow as a wrestler. She fine as fuck. Fine as all outdoors. I would never take that away from her. And I can't take it away from her. But I think she has more room to grow as a wrestler overall. Like she does her thing. She executes moves properly. She makes sure her she makes sure her opponents are safe. But I think that she needs just a little bit more polish in the wrestling arena. Because everything else is shining and perfect. I have no complaints about that. But just... Polish the wrestling up but just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I will be happy with Jay Cargill completely. But on that note, I'm going to get my ass out of here. I had to do a show because y'all showed your asses on the last episode and gave it 13 listens in less than a week. And for that, I thank you guys so very much for that. Over and over again, I'm grateful to you guys. I'm grateful for the new opportunities that I'm going to be getting down the line. And I always, I'm always going to thank you guys because 
if y'all didn't listen to the show, I, things wouldn't be the way that they are for me right now. So I thank you for that. And I'm going to get my ass out of here. Take care of yourselves. Have a good weekend. Hold on to the person that you love because they might not be here tomorrow. And I am out of here. Peace.